initiating startup sequence. Five, 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 Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode 178 of of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. So guys, uh, we've been uh, gone away for... We've been gone away for a week. I gotta remember. I gotta keep talking into the mic. Speak into the microphone. Speak into the microphone. Pretend it's a giant penis and blow on it softly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a mental image that no one wants. Um, so yeah, it's we've actually been gone longer than normal because this week was Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's we, true. That's usually the day we record, and I'm like, oh, uh, Zach, maybe your, our wives are not like to record on Valentine's Day. Hey, hey, Zach. They might really think it's really gay if we decide we're going to hang out with each other instead of them on Valentine's Day. Hey, will you be my Valentine? <laughs> uh, so we should mention we do have some taste treats in hand. Yes, we do. They're um, kind of special because they're uh, in a Kickstarter that you backed. Yeah, so these are from Sip Dark. Um, and I can actually now pull up. I, that's that's one problem we have here. Um, we're still working out some little technical things. Quite a few today, actually. Yeah, so... Um, and so, yeah, anyways, uh, buh, 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 buh. I didn't put it in here. Fuck. So we're drinking Larceny whiskey. Okay. Um, and sip dark. I'm trying to kickstart. There we go. So um, these are made out of oak, right? Yeah. American oak whiskey barrels. These, so are, these are handmade, right? They are handmade. Hand laid. They fit the hand very nicely. They're a lot smaller than they look in the picture. Yeah, and they also have beeswax that's around them, like I was saying last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And there's no care instructions. So I'm not sure if we're supposed to wash these out. Yeah, I would not put these in the dishwasher. No, not dishwasher, but like I don't know if we're supposed to run water over them. I think water would be fine. But is it not going to wash away the beeswax? No. Wax repels water. Well, then what the fuck's the point in it running water through it? Just to get the last little bit of whiskey out. You don't want to just sit. Well, I mean, it wouldn't hurt anything really but well let's taste this larson anyway yeah it's okay it's a little bit stronger than i like they got more of a kick yeah and there's definitely smoother whiskeys out there but it's yeah. all right yeah it's, a, it's like an old cowboy one so anyways we backed at the uh dual level guys and this just got delivered last friday it's out of minneapolis minnesota uh so if you guys are interested in this they are a little bit smaller than we were expecting they fit the hand well though but they fit the hand very well now that i'm actually drinking out of it and it actually holds a decent amount of whiskey i mean you're supposed to only put like an ounce and a half to two and a half ounces of liquor per drink and i would say this is probably at least an ounce oh yeah oh oh well more than it's it's at least an ounce and a half okay it's more like two ounces so anyways they're nice um they're very well handmade i really like and each one's different i was noticing mine has a bunch of lines in it and yours doesn't but yours has (laughs) a lot they're made out of wood dude yeah, but, but all trees grow a little differently, man. Kind of like when you can open a human body, we're all a little bit different on the inside. Uh, sure. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, so, Tim, what have you been up to this week? Well, like I mentioned, it was Valentine's week, but it's also my anniversary week. So I, we, we got yeah, married. you guys have a very special anniversary. It's the day after Valentine's Day. So, um, this year's been tough. Like, last year, we got to go to Cancun, and that was amazing. That was pretty fucking sweet. I saw photos. It was like, this year's do like, you remember last year when you guys were doing this? And it's like, oh, that's one of those Facebook moments where you're like, Facebook, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, pretty much. Because this year, like, she's in the middle of this huge work work project. Um, the kids are busy with all their stuff. Like, we've, we've gotten not that much time together. Like, Valentine's Day, she got scheduled a meeting at work till 6, and then she had to drive up. And we had, to pick, we had to pick the kids up at 8. 
So Valentine's Day, <laughs> we decided, okay, we've got like 45 minutes. Like we can't go to any traditional restaurant because it'll be packed because it's Valentine's Day. So we went to the diviest um, Chinese bar we, we know of and had. The one right next to our place? Divier than that. It's called Chopsticks. Where the hell is that? Portland? No. It's uh, on Mill Plain. Oh. Uh, close to Andreessen. Okay. It's got an epic entryway. It looks like you're going into a dungeon. Like, seriously. Like, literally a dungeon. They're like, welcome to the dungeon. And then, We've uh, got a lot of fetishes. Yeah. And then it's got, like, the old school bar, like, with the leather and the Formica tables and, like, the... Nice. It's, like... like super old school rundown yes, dive bar. Yes. And the drinks are very strong. Um, so we shared a Chinese combo meal and had strong drinks. Did you guys get sick? No. Oh, good. No, we got Dog sick. was good, huh? Dog was good. Dog was good. I've never got sick from Chinese, honestly. No, neither have I, honestly. Um, other cuisines, yes, not Chinese. I don't really think I've ever gotten sick from a cuisine. Um, I have, but we'll talk about that some other day. Okay. Um, so that was our Valentine's Day. It was literally 45 minutes in the dive bar before Sweet. picking up the kids. Um, our anniversary was similar because my daughter had something going on and... I had to drop her off at 6.45, pick up her at 8.45. But we went down to, um, oh, I'm not going to remember the name of it. It was a pizza place in Portland off of Interstate, and it was pretty cool. Um, they served drinks in 32-ounce uh, mason jars. That's cool. So I had a couple of those, uh, one vodka one, one bourbon one. And then they had kind of a thin crust pizza. Um, we did a half and half with like one half had uh, bacon and uh, arugula and something else. And the other half had sausage and onion and peppers. It was good. And then we had some garlic knots, and I had a beet salad. The beet salad was okay. It's kind of like beets from a can, though. Why are you picking at your microphone? There's something on my microphone. That's probably getting picked up in the recording, though, you jackass. They're like, hey, what? Why is Zach scraping his microphone? So today we're going to um, continue celebrating a little bit just by hanging out and just watching some Netflix. and Netflix maybe, and chill. And getting drunk, yes. Um because we didn't have much time together, honestly. Kind of no. sucked. We did do one thing on Tuesday before the anniversary, before Valentine's Day, though. We have a um, season. T- no. Uh, you'll like the title of this play. Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. I was reading about that um, actually last night on some so we have season. Hub we have something. season passes to um, this production in Portland. Mainly so we can get Hamilton tickets because those are really hard to get. Um, we also got the Book of Mormon that way. Um, I think I talked about that earlier. So the Book of, or sorry, the Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder is like this farce comedy about this guy who, when his mother dies, discovers that actually the heir, like eight, eighth removed to becoming an earl. Hmm. And, That's kind of cool. Yeah. And so he starts murdering off the other eight. Oh, shit. And there's a love triangle, too. Uh, it was really funny in parts, and there was this one uh, actor that played the part of like seven different people, and he was pretty cool, but it did kind of drag in the middle. Um, huh. So I've heard that there's a four-minute um, summation of the thing on YouTube, and I'm going to look that up um, later and see, and if it's good, I'll send it to you. Okay. But it was fun. Uh, it was good to get out, and we were both really tired that day, though, so that kind of sucked. But we did go see a play, and that was good. Sweet. Now, we actually went out on the day that wasn't Valentine's Day or our anniversary, and that was kind of funny. Um, the other things we did this weekend, um, I guess I'll kind of I'll mention now, but I want to talk when when you get to you to what you did. I'll I'll chime in some more. We went to I like Comic Con, the very first Vancouver um, major 
comic convention. And yeah. And we picked up a pretty cool game called Drinker's Hell. Mm. And the next day we went over to your place and played it. Um, the same day, actually. Was it the same day? Yeah, same it was the same day. And that was actually a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But um, well, we'll talk more about that when uh, we get to your part. So what have you been up to this week? Okay, so uh, I as well did a date night. We went to a Blazers game. If you guys don't know, Blazers is a NBA sports basketball team here uh, in located in Portland, Oregon. Um, so we went and did that, and that was a lot of fun. Other than that, uh, I was also cleaning out a uh, like a I don't know like bins like at my shop that are just like old shit technology, mm-hmm. and I came across a thirty day free trial of AOL. Hot speed online. Yeah, see they they mailed those all the time back yeah. in the day. Like but I who's got, who do you know still has a CD? Apparently your uncle. No, I do now. It's oh, my desk. Do. They make great coasters. Well, I was thinking like maybe I could get some like sweet fast gaming internet. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna sign up for that for three thirty. I'm trial? thinking I might. I wonder what happens when you try to now. Oh shit, that's a good idea. I don't know. Can you do like a screen capture? Yeah. Okay. You should do if you do it. You should do that. That'd be so totally funny. Um, and then that'd we, be a good YouTube video for us. Um, my uh, my kid started walking now, like just like picks himself up and he, just goes. Yeah, he kind of lunges forward. Yeah. He's like, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna yeah. keep going. <laughs> just <laughs> like if he stops, he's gonna fall over. Yeah. So he just keeps going. It was. But he like goes and kicks his soccer ball. He has like a full size soccer ball. He'll like kick it and then like run to it and then kick it again. He was proud. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure he's going to be, like, a pro soccer player. Yep. And then Q's going to be like, I know this guy. He's going to be like, fuck you, and, like, flip him <laughs> off and just keep going. <laughs> so, um, and watching Shameless, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty good, and we're almost caught up. Cool. So. What season? Uh, Season eight. Wow. So, um, yeah. And then I also went to, co- I like Comic-Con with you one day, and then went with a- another friend another day. So, let's talk about that. Um, It was at a pretty big venue. Very the- big venue. The- Clark County Event Center, which yep. is at the fairgrounds, um, and they have like an expo hall. And I would compare it to the size of half of the PAX Expo Hall. Mm, maybe a quarter. No, half. Like like one side of the Sky Bridge or the other. Oh, half of one of those? Well, no. Ha- one side or the other. No, at least ha- another half of that. You think so? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but still huge. It was huge. I mean, lots Pax of is fucking giant. Yeah, I was just saying half, half of like one of those sides. No, I think it's like half of one of the sides. Okay, but um, yeah, fucking giant. It, it was a, it's the same size or bigger than the Rose City Comic Con. Oh yeah, it was a big event. Yeah. Um, not as many people turned out. No, but it's the first year. Yeah, that that is the first year. The vendor selection was great, and there was some. I, I'm not into the celebrity thing, but it seemed like there was a fair amount of celebrities there signing stuff. And they had lots of panels going on all the time. And like I said, we picked up that game from... Uh, Drinker's Hell. Drinker's Hell. And uh, they do a webcomic too, which I meant to have that all ready to go and I forgot. Let's talk about talk about the game while I look that up real quick. All right. Um, well, Drinker's Hell, guys, is a board game. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not like talking enough into my mic. Like, maybe I need to be up here. Um, that's looking a little bit scary up there. Yeah. Okay, well, you pull it behind you then. Um, so, Drinker's Hell is a board game. You start out, guys. Um, and it comes, the, the standard game comes with like five little people figures, like wooden figures. But uh, since we bought it at I Like Comic Con, um, we actually got beer caps to play with. Yeah, I'm going to find my uh, Nuka Cola caps. Oh, that would be sweet. Um, and how the game plays out is you all start in Drinker's Hell, which is in the center of the board. And your goal is to make it to the very out outward ed 
edge of uh, the game, which is uh, Escape from Hell. That's like a heaven or... It's like a heaven or something like that. Um, there's only two people, the creator of it said, that he knows of that's ever completed it. I did make it to the fourth or fifth we kept it, yeah. Realm you, of Hell. It's really easy you, to get knocked back. But like every single space that you go, you roll, you roll, and as long as you don't get a six, that's where you stay. Um, was that you? Yeah, it was me. I was trying to pull up oh, the video okay. of us playing. So we played with our kids. <laughs> that was, were my kids. Yeah, was, your kids. That was funny. My kid was sleeping. Yes, your kid um, doesn't know how to play yet. No, not yet. They but drink. It, they drink water. Just in case you're worried. Um, um, it was a lot of fun. So, like, if you roll three, if you roll a six, you have to roll again and then continue moving. Mm-hmm. If you get three sixes in a row, six, six, you, six. Go, you go to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, if you land on a space, you have to do whatever that space says. So, either pick up a drinkers from hell's card or do something on the board. Um, it's a lot of. It's, it's just a really fun freaking game. It's a lot of fun. So, um, that is what drinkers hell is. Just imagine a huge spiraling game that. Works its way out. So the creator of the game does a webcomic called uh, Bohemian Nights, which you can check out online. So shout out to them because they made a fun game. Sweet. Um, And then I also went back to I Like Comic Con um, the following day, and it was like legit dead. Well, that was a Sunday, so. Yeah. I would expect But it's only a two day show, so. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, we walked the whole thing in an hour. Mm -hmm. So. It was well organized. It was just. yeah, need to be more people somehow. Just need to get some more people in there. So yeah, other than that, um, that's what I have been up to this week. You ready to talk some news? Yeah, let's talk some news. All right, guys. Uh, so this week on news, Tim, why don't you uh, start us off, and we will go from there. Would you like to play Rocket Wheel? Rocket. Rocket Wheels? Yes, I would love to play Rocket Wheels. Rocket Wheels. Rocket League. Rocket, Wheels. Rocket League for real. Oh, yeah. Rocket League for real. That'd be sweet. Uh, Hot Wheels. Mo- R-L-R. Rocket League. Oh, wait. R-L-F-R. Rocket League for real. Hot Wheels is bringing this possibility to life with remote control cars. Um, Rocket League and Hot Wheels cars have always felt, felt like a match made in heaven last year. The two brands named, teamed up to make to put Hot Wheels cars into the game, and this fall we'll see the logical conclusion of that partnership with Hot Wheels releasing a real-life version of Rocket League with remote control cars. Um, it'll cost 180 bucks. comes with a stadium, two cars, um, designed after the digital Rocket League's Octane and Dominus Racers, and a ball equipped with IR signals to keep accurate score. Um, the cars are controlled via Bluetooth from a connected smartphone, and um, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. There's going to be codes for DLC if it's a digital game. There's like an AR component. There's obviously no jet boosting because these are real cars, real RC cars, but... It could be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun, I think. So, what do you got for our next story? All right, so I'm going to go through the next two of them really quick. Um, some of you guys might know uh, Megan Turney and Gavin Free. Uh, YouTubers. Yep, big, famous YouTubers. Uh, and Gavin Free, I believe, is part of Rooster Teeth, um, or like founded it. Um, anyways, somebody broke into their house. Um, a wild gunman broke into their house. I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. And uh, so, luckily, Gavin and Megan got to hide in a closet until the cops got there. The gentleman ended up shooting at the cop, or not, didn't, yeah, well, he did end up shooting at the cops, not accidentally. He ended up shooting at the cops. The cops shot back at him and killed him. Um, he was a name, or I don't remember what his name is. Doesn't but it, matter. Yeah, He's it doesn't dark. matter. He's an idiot. Um, anyways, so he is dead, but luckily, both Turney and Free are safe. So that is that episode, or that thing. 
Next one is Nokia reporting Android phones re- uh, outsold Google, HTC, and OnePlus over the holidays. That's really bizarre that Nokia... So Nokia uh, may not be technically manufacturing a ton of phones. Mm-hmm. They did record that the HMD sold 4.4 million Nokia-branded phones in Q4 of 2017. That's more than three months, that, or that's more in three months than Google's Pixel sales for the entire year. That's crazy. Yeah. So now, I think we have to remember Ooh, the like what? other like Jap- Japan and stuff is still like I think they're still like big into the Nokia brand. Okay. Because I don't see a lot of them out here. No. So, yeah, that's just bizarre to me that yeah. they sold more than Samsung. I, I there's a lot was, of Samsungs out there, too. There's a lot of Samsungs out there, and I thought Not it was worth mentioning. Not just the ones I have. There's, like, lesser brands, too. Yeah. They have a, a wide array of brands. Yeah. I just thought it was uh, worth mentioning. Sure. Um, and so, uh, if this continues on the same path, it's well on its way to eclipse the 10.5 million Nokia Lumia devices that were sold during Q4 of 2014 at the height of the Windows Phone era. So um, they're gonna be holding a mobile or holding a press conference in the Mobile Congress in Barcelona next month. So maybe we'll hear more from them then. So I think we've mentioned the current state of like video card madness because of Bitcoin. video card, video cards. Like the video card that I got for around four hundred dollars now is like nine hundred or eight hundred, I believe. Yeah. Like double, and that's pretty common. Like the higher you go, the more the price gap increases because. Yeah. Bitcoin miners want the fastest video cards to process the most they can. Right, get the most coins, get one ups, whatever they do. I don't quite understand it. Um, so it's kind of crappy because the manufacturers aren't jacking up their prices. It's the retailers are getting all this money. Yep. And good on the the manufacturers for not doing that, but like they're trying to figure this out. And MCI might have a, a or MSI, sorry, might have a solution with the uh, GeForce. GTX 1060, um, because right now you can get it on uh, eBay versus via Newegg for 320 that GTX 1060. So the USRB is 300 so getting it for 20 bucks over is not too bad. No, that's not bad at all. And a 1060 will get most games running, not on ultra, but probably high. Yeah, at least on high. So maybe if, not you're, max, if you're looking right to below. get a, a gaming PC going right now... It'll and probably max out at 1080. Probably max everything at 1080. Yeah, but if that's the monitor you're running, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I've got. So, I don't have a 4K yeah, monitor yet. Neither do I. So, so yeah. Um, if you're looking to build a PC right now, look for the MCI uh, OCV1 GTX 1060. Sweet. Um, hey, Tim, you want to talk about some more keyboards? God, sure. What about, just, what uh, about mice check, and keyboards? Go, go ahead. I'll check Facebook while okay, you talk good. about this. So the Corsair is just releasing, which this isn't their first one, but they have this is their like best one they've released to date. It's their Lapboard series Corsair K sixty three wireless. Um, so basically, guys, this is a ten key uh, keyboard, which is the standard keyboard without the actual number pad on the right hand side, so it cuts down some of the weight which then has a plastic piece extended out past it for a mouse pad um, and then has a wireless mouse that plugs into the actual wireless keyboard, making an all-in-one wireless solution for your couch co-op or your couch play. Cool. So that's all I'm really going to say about it. I mean, it's uh, it's got pretty shitty RGB. It's only blue RGB, but it's a really cool concept, and I kind of want one for downstairs now. To be fair, you don't have one downstairs, right? Huh? To be fair, you don't have one downstairs. Currently. No. Okay. 
Because God knows you have enough keyboards for this. I don't have a wireless keyboard that would do downstairs, so. All right, moving on to uh, more serious news. Farts. Farts in space. Farts, farts, farts. So a team of astronomers has been tracking a storm potentially made up of hydrogen sulfide gas in Neptune's atmosphere. This small... Neptune's ass. This smelly tempest was at one point as big as the Atlantic Ocean and made up of the same gas that we humans release after a meal at Chipotle. This would essentially make it an ocean-spanning fart. The fart the size of an ocean. So does that mean there's one really fat fucker that just lives there and he just rips ass once every million years? We're not sure, but we've been tracking it because we've got Hubble up there. We've been watching farts in space. And um, this week, the one... What does a fart in space sound like, Tim? Well, we can't... It's a, a telescope, so we only see it. Thank God we can't smell it. We, we should have smell-o-vision on no, this. No, no, we shouldn't. Like the... I think... Uh, Futurama had a smell scope thing where you could smell things with a telescope. Anyway, Probably. the once massive cyclone so slowly fizzled out instead of creating spectacular outbursts of cloud activity as hypothesized in previous oscillations. So they thought it was going to blow up and expand and it kind of fizzled out and shrunk. Huh. So the fart storm kind of died. And this was actually a story published in the Astronomical, Astronomical journal, journal this week. So, yeah, there's like this respected journal that's talking about this shrinking fart. Who's that like really famous astrophysicist? Stephen Hawking? No. I mean, maybe, yeah, but... Carl Sagan? No. Like, really old dude. Like, he's been dead a couple hundred years. Galileo? Yeah. He'd be very disappointed in us right now. He'd be like, you are are researching the fart in space? Wee wee, motherfucker. (laughs) He's like a horrible Italian accent, too. Exactly. All right. Let's, uh, moving on from that amazing technology with Hubble. Let's talk some other tech talk. So I did one other thing this week, but I was saving talking about it till now. And that was I finally flew my drone that I got. I saw that video. Yeah, it's up on YouTube. It's kind of shaky because I'm learning how to fly the thing. But you can kind of see I was kind of flying around this giant tree. Is your phone attached to it? Because that's like a really good video. Uh, No, that was on board. So there's a memory. It does stream. Uh, it has 2.4 gigahertz streaming, whatever. Um, so you can see a live feed, which is not as good. That's 720p onboard camera, and it records to a micro SD card that's on the actual drone. Nice. Um, so is that how you fly it? Is by like looking down to see where you so are? So I tried, I tried controlling it two ways. There is an app that you can control it, but when I used the app, it would always drift right, like just from the the get go. It was not, it was not worth dealing with. So I just used the. the actual hand one. right it looked like an rc controller it's got all sorts of buttons on it and then two joysticks i get more accurate control of that anyway okay and, um that takes six double uh, a batteries so that's kind of crazy yeah that's pretty insane i'm hoping they at least last a while um maybe and it's got like a 350 feet range with nice. 2.4 gigahertz the yeah connection whatever 720p like i said it's got four rotors um it's got some cool features like an auto land and auto takeoff that's cool so you push a button and it just lifts up um to about four feet and then you can control from there and that's a nice thing and then it also if you push auto land it starts coming down and you can still control its direction a little bit um so i had a lot of fun playing with that it's got like a seven to ten minute uh flight time on each little the batteries are really small for it yeah it takes about an hour to charge them so how many batteries do you have two okay i got a fair amount of flight time with that um i like i said i went to an empty field near my house that had a giant tree in the middle of it kind of flew around that um, flew dangerously close to the top of it for the video, um, but it was better video that way. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, went by myself, got home, and uh, tried to fly it for the kids, but the batteries were too drained, so they got to see it fly up one time. That was it. Gotcha. And I Can you forgot- do flips yet? 
Uh, there's a button that does a 360 flip for you. you a just 360 flip? Something like that. I didn't try like, it. Like, wow. I think so. That's cool. So it does it for you. That's cool. Yeah. And there's different modes uh, for beginners or more advanced. There's a three-channel mode, four-channel mode. Um, and that I'm a four-channel mode. It's just more more control, but it's also more confusing. Um, so I did mention the name of it, right? Mm, you just said drone. Okay. So it's the uh, Cloud Rider 2.0. I would say it's like a good mid-level entry consumer drone it's definitely not like one of the high-end ones but it flies pretty good um i'm still it's tricky to fly it but it's fun that's my tech talk for the week sweet all right guys well we will be right back um different tasty treats different tasty treats and kickstarters and games we've been playing yeah And we are back, Tasty Treats and Hand Guys. And this week, our second second half of the show, beer is brought to us by Everybody's Brewing in somewhere Washington. I forgot what the hell is that name of the town. I don't remember either, but it's in the gorge. White Salmon, Washington, or yeah, something it. like that. That sounds about right. Something like that. So, everybody, this is Everybody's Brewing. It's the Cold Press Coffee Porter. It is a small batch brew of theirs with 5.4 ABV, uh, 45 IBUs. And uh, they blend their porter with stoked bluebird cold press coffee. Nice. Yep. The infusion liberates aromas and flavors of toffee, chocolate, and vanilla. So we're going to um, give it a shot, guys. And uh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, that's mm, good. It's very good. I like this coffee. Shh. Don't tell my wife it's not real coffee. It's <laughs> putting your, your what, coffee. What, mug. Did, what did you guys drink on the show today? Is that coffee? We drank a bunch of coffee. So, Tim, uh, you ready to kick it? Let's kick it. Hey, Tim, why don't you kick us off this week? No problem. I'm going to start out with the one I think is slightly ridiculous. So, you are big into the Nintendo 64 system, right? Yeah. So would you like a new game for it? I mean. Is it limited to the hardware specs? No. Um, it's an actual game that was made but never released for the Nintendo 64. And I need you to pull up the audio for it because I'm going to play... 40 Wings? Uh-huh. Um, so this is a game that was actually developed for the Nintendo 64 and never released. Um, and it's called, as Zach kind of spoiled it, 40, 40 Wings. And in a second, he's going to play like the... There was a commercial made for it. And so you're going to hear it. It's... Imagine like a kid's like Saturday morning cartoon as far as like what it looks like. I mean, maybe if we can make this part work. Um, Your other one pulls right up just fine. Each the forty winks is not. Maybe I gave you a bad link. I would never do that to you. You never do. Okay, here now I'll pull this up really quick. Just keep talking a little bit. So, about it. um, I can't remember the the company that made it, but they did eventually release it on PlayStation One. Really? They did. Um. So, the problem I have with this being made, and like, if you want to back this, go for it. If it's something you want, um, I have no problem with that. I just don't see the point. So, here's the game. Here's the uh, the preview for it. 
Awesome graphics going on now. Time to take a trip to the other side of sleep. Time to take all the nightmares and turn Which them into good dreams forever. If I can't get a good night's sleep, then why should anyone else? From now on, sweet dreams of being. This reminds me of Gargamel from Smurfs, as far as I Welcome to the game of your dreams. Welcome to 40 Winks. A truly challenging but still awesomely fun adventure in the most surreal 3D environments ever dreamed up. A trip with two kids destined for gaming greatness, rough and tumble. The two of them can go anywhere you can imagine, and some places beyond even your wildest dreams. Head to the castle to face skeletons, spiders, flying knights, and more. Or tie a rocket to your back and head for the moon to take on aliens and giant moon mice. There are six worlds for you to explore, like a pirate's cove, a prehistoric jungle, and the land of nightmares. But whatever you do, make sure you've always got at least one eye wide open for the evil nightcap, the sinister sandman who will turn all your best dreams into nightmares. Remember, it's up to you to save the 40 Winks, Aww. because if you don't, all 40 Winks will be hoodwinks forever, and none of your dreams will be sweet dreams ever again. But don't worry, you're up to the challenge. Find the right costume and you can change into a monster, superhero, ninja, and more. I mean, this looks You've like a really cool game. Take on whatever Nightcap's got waiting for you. Back so then, wake up out maybe. there. Don't be sleeping on the job. This is your best chance to grab 40 winks and get a 3D adventure hit that'll make all your biggest dreams come true. Alright, so it's a Nintendo 64 platform. It was cancelled back in 1998 by publisher GT Interactive. Now it's ready to officially release for Nintendo 64. The thing is, is they released it on PlayStation 1 and it got what can only be kindly called mediocre reviews. So it got shit reviews. Yeah, it, it's like a generic platformer that's saccharine sweet, like not very memorable. So I don't understand the drive to bring this back. It doesn't seem like some lot. Like, have you heard of Forty Winks before today? No. It's not like some lost long long lost classic. It's not like I don't know what I'd compare it to. Like, if there was a a fable game that got developed and never released or something. Like, so, I mean, like I said, if this is something you're passionate about. Go for it, but I don't see the point. So they've asked for $20,000. They've already got um, $72,000 um, with uh, 882 backers with 25 days to go. So it's going to it's gonna happen. Um, you can get a digital PC version of the game available on Steam for $8. Bucks. Uh, $30 would have got you the early bird um, uh, 40 Winks N64 controller. Uh, cart only is $40. Bucks. Um Let's see, N64 player gets uh, it's 55 bucks for a complete in-box version, not just the cart, but the box as well. Okay. And then going up to the top tier, uh, the collector... That's 40 bucks for the box and No, cart? 55, sorry. 55, sorry. 40 for the card, cartridge only, 55 for the box. The uh, collector X64 receives both the N64 player and the N64 collector tiers, which, okay, you get a special... Edition, artwork, poster. You get a bunch of stuff, but 150 is the most you can spend on it. So, okay. I don't know. I just I don't see the point in releasing a mediocre game on a really like four generation old system. But if that's your thing, go for it and Godspeed. So, what do you got? Uh, well, I'm actually going to do a good one right now instead okay. of a uh, bad one. So, uh, we're going to be talking about Foundation, a new era of organic city building simulation. Okay. Um, and I kind of just find this really interesting, but I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it first. Okay. All 
I really hope this has audio. It does. Well, I mean, we're looking at like a, a field now, like an a empty field. field. Oh, but wait, there's some buildings now. There's, there's some, windmills. There's like a little castle and stuff. Introducing a new medieval city building simulation. Yeah. Foundation. For By Polymorph, Polymorph Games. So now we're looking at top-down view and... Okay, so it's actually not going to explain this, so... Uh, basically, it's an immersive game, guys, where you start out building a small little area, uh, allocate zones with areas are with a freeform paint tool. Um, obviously, your inhabitants will build, farm, extract resources accordingly. We're growing hay now. Look at that. Hay now. You're hay now. Manage needs, skills, resources, like extraction, and transformation, and more. Obviously, expand your territory far and wide, and it zooms out this huge map, and it shows you what you your uh thinking actually begin to be you guys can do uh nobility and stuff like that um and peasantry clergy so as you start to we're gonna shut this off now so i can actually go through the backing levels on it um but you were designing different buildings there uh they were showing like uh it was like a cathedral different classes of buildings yeah yeah different classes and then as you actually build your city you can get more uh, reputation for the other kingdoms or, or other civilizations around you um you can build relationships and marriages and alliances and stuff like that um it's a grid less sp- uh, sprawling medieval city building simulation with a heavy focus on organic development and monument creation so for $20 would have got you the early commoner. Those are all gone. $23 gets you the commoner. You're ready to lay of the foundation of a great settlement. With this bundle, you'll get a digital copy, Steam key, and a digital wallpaper Kickstarter exclusive. Um, $32 gets you wallpaper, copy of the game, digital copy of Foundation's beautiful OST, original soundtrack, gain access to the beta, appear as artesian in the credits um the big granddaddy of them all jumping in at oh one's already been taken 996 us dollars beloved leader with a face like an angel our most beloved leader graces us among its magnificent magnificent portrait on top of all digital rewards included in the kingdom maker tier we will use your likeness in a unique game in-game concept art piece. You will work in collaboration with our artists to create one of the most handful, create a handful of concept art pieces to be used in the final version of the game. This portrait will be custom made with your likeness, and we will provide you with the opportunity to participate in the creation process with our artists and development team. We will also provide you with a one-of-a-kind digital wallpaper tailor-made for you from the concept art piece. That you created. So there's uh, one of those left, Tim. Alright. Get yeah. on there. Ha- have them redesign your ass into the game. Be like, I really just like my ass I want you with to show my, my dick. Best, my best with, side. With my dick just like hanging right between the butt cheeks. Like a little... Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> now on to the Kickstarter that I, I am more interested in. And I did actually back this one. This is called uh, Skyward. Sword. No, just Skyward. Skyward Sword. Um, so I'm going to let the uh, Kelly Dale, the person who is running the Kickstarter, introduce it. Hi, and welcome to the Jeremy Dale Skyward Omnibus. This is Kelly Dale, 
and I hope you like what you see. She said Jeremy Dale, but her name's Kim. If you had Kelly a chance Dale? to get to know Jeremy at one of the many Especially. shows that we did, I'm sure you have plenty of stories as well. Jeremy was a hilarious, fun, amazing, He kind did work for Image, and he did a lot of G.I. Joe comics. An artist and creator. Uh, I could go on. Most people know him for G.I. Joe, but I also know a lot of us out there also know him for his creator-owned series, Skyward. Unfortunately, Jeremy left us way too soon. He passed away unexpectedly back in 2014. And his beloved Skyward, which was supposed to be an ongoing series, of course, stopped at issue 9. If you don't know, Skyward is a story that's for all ages. It's about a boy and his dog that need to unite the land against the forces of evil. Well, it is to me right I up might there have with to like buy a this. Legend of Zelda or a um, Fucker, she's a Legend of Zelda. like a Lord of the Rings. It's just that high fantasy stories, and it's just fabulous. If you haven't read Skyward yet, you need to try it. Part of the reason I'm making this omnibus is because Jeremy left issue nine on such a cliffhanger that I wanted to create an issue ten, not to end the series, but to give us all closure. Because the story is that good that you need that. So he died um, after issue 9. Issue 10 wasn't published while he was alive. So as you can see over in the corner, um, there's a lot of different rewards and incentives that I have available That's, for you guys. Uh, well, we're here to do, Tim. So. I can't yeah, let's uh, stop there because this video is uh, six I minutes long. Um, so you can just, you know, of course, give some money and say, she'll send you a handwritten thank you. Yeah. Uh, and if you do the fifteen dollar level, the the dog that will will put his paw print on it too. That's kind of cute. Um, to get the actual um, printed omnibus is fifty dollars, which is what I backed to that. But that you gotta understand that that collects all nine issues plus the tenth issue uh, created by the different artist, since obviously he was not able to do it. It also includes a ton of concept art, uh, fan art. There's over two hundred fifty pages, so it's a big omnibus. Zach's eyes are very wide. He's he's not going to back this anymore. He's going to borrow my copy. Um, Got that right. That's fine. Um, there's a whole bunch of other backing levels, some which are already bought out. Um, what I, th um, the ones I find most interesting are they're very expensive. Are the ones where she will give you all the original art from an individual issue. Like you say, you really love issue seven. She's giving him away. Yeah, he's she, dead. Well, she wants it to go to people who really care about it. And By the way, we should just note that this is his wife, correct? Yeah, it's his wife. Yeah. Um, so if there's an, an a, a issue you particularly like, you can get that. Um, nice. That's really cool. Right. Like she's like selling off his last like works those, of art. Those run about two or three thousand each, which is a lot. But has anybody back? We're talking those? about original art, like a lot of it. Has anybody back those? Uh, I think one of them. Nice. Um, cool. So I'm not going to go through all of those because there's quite a few. How much are you looking for? How many days ago? Yeah, I'm, to, I'm, I'm going back to that. There's a ton of levels. If you want to check Holy it out. fucking balls. Uh, Jeremy Dale Skyward Omnibus. That's the campaign again, just in case you're trying to look this up. Um, it's got 248 backers on 19 days to go. Um, looking for $20,000 to cover all the printing costs, etc. Um, currently at $17,095. So I would say this is probably going to make it. That's going to make it. Yeah. For sure. 
So I'm very happy that's going to make it because I kind of want this omnibus, honestly. I'll show you some art later. There's some previews you can get for the first nine issues from Google Play. I listened to a podcast called The Omnibus. Okay, omnibus just means a collection. You know that, right? But, but no. That's no. just a, a, no. This nothing to do with no. this. Sir. Okay, what's no. your Kickstarter? What's no. your last Kickstarter? No. Hey Tim, I'm thirsty. Okay, well you got to drink your hand. Baby, I want this. My name is Burton Taylor, and I am a parent, a gamer, an artist, a teacher, and I really like making soda. Critical Hit Beverage Company is an idea that I've been developing for a couple of years now, where we take high-quality natural ingredients with no artificial flavors what is he cutting? and no ginger. other spices okay. included, and any of the things that you find. Is he gonna hand, that hand cook me a, a bottle of soda? And yeah. we make a good soda that is gamer-oriented because that's what I love to do. My love of tabletop RPGs and board games has led me to create an entire line of sodas that are specifically for gamers. Our first recipe is Dwarven Ginger Ale. Now, Dwarven Ginger Ale really isn't for the faint of heart. It's got a strong ginger bite to it, but it has a sweetness and a tartness from the undertones balanced out with citrus juices and a fairly low amount of cane sugar compared to any commercial sodas that you'll find on the market today. What I'm looking to do is start a kickstarting campaign here that I can actually work with. I'm afraid. How much is a six pack of that? Currently, we'll I'm get to that. Small batches in my kitchen. Small batches in time, his kitchen. Giving them out to yep. friends. Yep. Next to his pot and all the other hippie shit that he's got in there. Person who wants to buy it just for me. It's really good. Oh, it's really good. It's citrusier than was I that, thought. Like there's something in there that I wasn't expecting, but I like it. A very strong ginger, which I like. Most ginger beer doesn't have that. But in order to market, are they drinking out of horns? Yes, glass, that's pretty fucking cool. Glass, glass horns. Glass horns. It's just a pain to set them down. I have to make an yeah. FDA approved yeah. formula, which I have the JGS Beverage Company. Special formula. So. Now all this is going to take quite a bit of money to start with, so I'm asking for thirty thousand dollars just to So we're going to stop it right there, guys, because that's a he started he asked him for thirty thousand dollars. So okay. Now, how, ma- how, how many days to go and how? He has 15 days to go. He currently has $1,514 out of the 30. Yeah. Uh, actually, pledged of 11500 is what his Kickstarter is for. Mm-hmm. 31 backers. Um, a $5 gets you a personalized thank you. Um, a set of refrigerated magnets is $15. A jor- or Dwarven Ginger Ale 4-pack, $25. Coasters, $45. Eight more bottles, which is 12 bottles total, ladies and gentlemen. Here's your 12-pack, Tim. Mm-hmm. $85. No. Tim, $85 for really healthy soda. No. $1,000. The critical hit, original artwork. Received the original artwork of Dwarven Ginger Ale label. The final piece measures 9 by 12 inches. And is done in graphite, gold leaf, and white Cassian. Cassian? It That's too much for soda. $85 for 12. No. Not gonna happen. Plus a big old thank you on the lips. I mean, I would... The ginger one sounds cool and I like the art, but not $80 like it. Okay, well. Uh, you ready to talk some uh, games we've been playing? Or? Yeah, I've been playing some games. Yeah, what have you I'm been trying, playing? I'm trying to look up one right now because I can't remember the name of it. 
I just started playing uh, yesterday. Well, I can talk about what I've been doing. Yeah, what have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing this game called Drinker's Hell. Oh yeah. So yeah, let's play that. Do you want to talk more about that? I mean, there's not. I mean, there's. So like, okay, so it's really fucking like it's impossible to beat this game. Almost. It really is. It's designed that way intentionally. Your daughter stayed in hell for like. It's 30 designed minutes. for you not to beat it, but for you to get drunk. None of us went out of the first realm of hell for the first thirty to forty minutes. Your daughter stayed in hell for like 40 to an hour. Both our kids had to go to the bathroom because they drank so much water. Yep. Um, With my kids, sorry. I mean... They're I'll, your kids now. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept one of them. Um, I'll let you guess which one. Um, And there's really cool cards and they're like... I had like a plus two dildo card, which is like... If you came up across a zombie, it was like a 10. You had to roll a 10 or higher. I could use my plus two dildo... And like say I rolled an eight, it would be a ten. So ha <laughs> ha, fuck you, fuck me, I'm gonna fuck you. So how do you attack a zombie with the dildo exactly? Right up the ass. Oh jeez. Just right up the ass. I mean, whatever you gotta do to get that plus two, I guess. Yep. I mean, the colon and everything is just starting to like decompose, and so it makes it nice. Moving and on. So you didn't play any of the games, but you did do something. I read comics. You did. I've read like a shitload of fucking. This is comics. two weeks in a row, if I'm not mistaken. No, one week in a row. This uh, is the first week. Okay, I thought you told me some other time that you read comics, like earlier before this. No. Okay. All right. I just moved them into the bedroom. I told you I was going to move them into the bedroom. Okay. I never did. But now you did. But now I did. So, okay. So I stayed up for like three hours reading last night. So I read like 10, 12 comics last night. Awesome. Yeah. Since you've spent so much on them, I'm glad you're finally getting right. So I like, I'm almost caught up on The Walking Dead. Awesome. Yeah. I have like 20 more to go on The Walking Dead. And I have a bunch of other ones. So. Cool. Yep. I have your Green River Killer one to catch up on. That's right after The Walking Dead. Yeah. So. So I played quite a few games. I even played two games I can't talk about yet. Ah, uh, shit. But the ones I can talk about are Rhyme, um, which I believe I mentioned. You talked about last week a little so bit. So I played some more of it. Um, okay. I still love the look of it. It's like uh, this big magical world with like little creatures scuttling around at your feet all the time. And you're always progressing forward. Solving puzzles, opening secret doors. It's very cool exploration. There's no combat to speak of. Okay. Although there was this one section where this giant eagle would come and swoop down and, and pick me up and kill me unless I found like places to hide underneath. So you'd have to run from point to point where you know there'd be something over your head to protect you from the eagle. So that was like the whole puzzle is to find a way to get to where you needed to go without being out in the open too long. Weird, okay. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, so I finished the first chapter of that. And so it changed a little bit. And I'm still liking it a lot. And I finally got the Shadow of the Colossus remastered that I ordered. In the mail? In the mail. Um, and that's a nice... The I got the special edition. It was really cool. It had postcards and stickers. And so like I'm hearing so many people bad-mouthing this game. It's ridiculous. Some people don't like any kind of change. They're like, hey, so like this is like really HD now. And I can tell that I'm killing somebody that has a soul. And I'm like, it you fucking did it before, dude. No, I had... I've actually wrote a blog post way back about um, the original. Like, the the emotions of the game don't really change. It's always been... So, the game is... Um, you There's this really cool opening sequence where you're riding through this land on a horse. And then you... Does sl- it look like a pona? I mean, kind of. It's more dark colored. I mean, like, all horses kind of look like a pona. Well, a pona's brown, right? Brown and white. Brown model. and white. With yeah, the... this is black, so no. I guess not. Okay. But it's a cool horse. And... You notice there's like she's, you're carrying something, not just you. And when you get to this temple, it's a it's a girl, 
and you take her out of the blanket, put her on this altar, and you're talking to this deity. And you slit the girl's throat? She's already dead. Well, where the fuck did you kill her? You didn't kill her. So Who killed her? It's not entirely clear. She got stepped on. It's not entirely clear, but it sounds like she was a sacrifice for something. And So you sacrificed her? No. You're her lover, and you want oh. to bring her back. And you, you've you traveled to the end of the world, basically, to this okay. this weird, creepy deity that speaks with multiple voices at the same time. And it says it'll bring... It says that, you know, mortals are not supposed to have their souls reconnected, but he'll do this thing for you if you do something for him. Okay. And in this temple you're at, you see, like, these statues, 16 of them, that represent these... Um, guardian spirits and each guardian spirit has a physical manifestation in the realm or colossus hmm. and this creature wants this deity wants you to go and kill them which will destroy these 16 guardians okay um and you have a sword which allows you to do this otherwise you would not be able to do this because these are like these creatures are huge they're like towering and they're strong but you have this sword it's not explained how you got the sword but you have the sword that um, has a, a light power to it that shows you where they are, first of all. So Master Sword. Gotcha. Kind of. Yeah. And then uh, the thing is, when you kill them, it feels like you're doing something bad. That's what I've heard a lot of people talking about. But I think that it, that's the very interesting thing in the game. Like, it's definitely a morality thing. Like, are you willing to basically unmake the world, potentially, just to save your lover? Because well, it duh. feels You gotta get laid one more time, bro. But it feels like you are quite possibly destroying the world to do it. So have you ever beat this game? No. I quit because it. you feel bad when you kill these things. Like they're just like lumbering through, minding their own business. So when you get to one of and these things, clon- let me know and I'll come over and I'll kill this son of a bitch. I've killed like six of them and I just quit playing. How many fuckers are there? I think there's 16. Holy shit. So I killed the first one because it's pretty easy. and um, I, But the problem is that all these other games pop up. So we'll see. Maybe I should make myself kill one a week. One a week, 16 weeks. Yeah, that'd be kind of a good goal. Yeah. Some of them are a lot harder than others, so that might be challenging, but I could make that. You got a week. Get it done. No excuses. So I got to start my second one. Yep. So you basically ride on the horse and you hold up your light, your sword to the light, and like uh, the beams converge in the direction of the Colossus. So that's a cool way to find it. There's very little HUD, HUD, whatever you want to call it. It's it's very um, peaceful, very empty land. There's not a lot of... It's opposite of rhyme. Like there are some sometimes some birds, and actually to gain uh, grip strength, you kill little lizards and take their tails. Huh. And that's kind of fun. Um, but the land is very old and ancient looking. It looks really cool. The lighting's really cool. Some people don't like the new HD look. I think it's great. Um, there's definitely an art style with the older version. That's it's different because I it's mean, HD now. Well, they had to work with what they had, so they yeah. made something pretty cool. I, I don't mind the extra detail. I think it's cool. I still think it looks great. Um, but some people are purists and want the old version. And you know what? You can play the old version. It's still there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm enjoying that. I also have been playing uh, Crossing Souls, which okay. comes from Devolver Digital. And I'm not sure how we didn't see this at PAX because they, they had a booth. This game's pretty cool. So are you at all familiar with... Um, I'm drawing a blank never mind so it's a it's a four it's a action rpg um you have five characters you control and um, by the way you can check out uh, videos of all three of these so far i made some short videos uh one of me killing colossus the first one rhyme of 
me unlocking this really cool portal thing and crossing souls i made a a, a gameplay mixed with the cutscenes, and then i made one that was kind of the opening of the game was mostly cutscenes, so you can check that okay, out cool. it looks like an 80s cartoon like think like gi joe or uh, my little pony era yeah um and it's kind of like i don't know like the movie stand by me like you're a bunch of kids like all adventuring together kind of got that or like it stand by me these are references that probably don't mean anything to you. Um, nope. Hmm, what's that? You know his reference that makes sense to me? What's that? Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. I guess it's sort of like the South Park kids in a way. Yeah. Not the poo so much, but um, but it's cool. It's got like this total retro vibe. It's got like graphics similar to like Party Hard. Like not quite 8-bit, but like pixely. Well, just like they're pixely, but not 8-bit, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it's like 16-bit. Ish. 24-bit. I don't know. It's 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 retro looking, but not. It doesn't really fit into a specific console generation. Okay, cool. But you'll see stuff like um, Simon Says Machines or like an NES in the kids' bedroom, like stuff from that era, and like they ride around their bikes like the kids did back then. And it's it's a cool little nostalgia trip. That's cool. And you find this device that um, allows you to see back into the past. And it's now, what did you pay for this game? I did. It was on sale for twelve bucks. Nice. And it definitely worked twelve bucks to me. Sweet. So, the last game I played was also on sale for 17 Wait, we're not done talking about that. That sounds like a fun game. It is a fun game. But I'm trying to remember the game that it reminds me of. Um, yeah, you're talking about the the uh, Halloween dress-up one. Uh, I sort of like that. Um, it's also... That's a costume... Paperboy? No, Costume Quest. Yeah, that's Costume Quest. You're talking about Paperboy? Paperboy? Yeah, where you just get on your bicycle and you... Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they make a... There's a joke in that. Do they really? Yeah, there's an arcade and one of the games is called um, Window breaker or something nice and it shows that kid nice no the game i'm trying to remember is a super nintendo game and it's gonna kill me that i can't remember it excite bike no i'm trying to think of anything with a bike or bicycle, no it's motorcycle. an rpg it's an rpg earthbound oh yeah, yeah earthbound. it's totally the start is totally like earthbound something crashes in a town and the mm. kids go investigate like it totally reminds me of earthbound but unlike earthbound earthbound had a traditional rpg where you like have like a Everything slows down when you're in a battle, and you like you choose like attack or magic. Yeah, yeah. All that, there's none of that. Like it's all real time. Um, you switch between characters, and they all have different abilities. So your main character can jump, and he has a baseball bat. Okay. Um, there's a girl who has a jump rope, which is really good for clearing out lots of small enemies like spiders. Okay. It's very fast. They jump differently too. Like um, she does a dash. The first character does an actual jump. There's a science kid that has like a little laser gun. Um, fucking is, nerds yeah but it's cool to shoot yeah. things at a distance and he has a like, he's like the sniper ish it's a slow move yeah yeah kind of um but he instead of jumping he has like this hoverboard thing oh, that's or, cool. or like a jetpack yeah. jetpack so he can go like longer distances but not up as high and then there's this big uh kind of fat kid who's really strong he has like double the health bar and he can push objects and he's got a, a strong punch um and since he's fat he can't jump yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and then the, your little brother, I, I, I feel like he's going to be important later in the game, but right now he can't do anything except it's his, when you do the attack button, he either... Farts? Yeah. How or, am I guessing these? Or picks his nose or, nice. or like uh, pops a bubble. That's fucking awesome. So he's pretty much useless. Nice. Uh, but I really love the game's aesthetic. I love. It'd be hilarious if the whole entire game he's just completely useless, and then on the second playthrough you can use him. No, I bet there'll be some situation where he becomes useful somehow. But yeah, I really like it. Um, 
And then the last game I'm playing that I can talk about is Battle Chef Brigade. The so, hell is that? Are you familiar with the TV show Iron Chef? Nope. I mean, I've, I've heard of it. I know what it is. I so, like, it. Iron Chef is, like, this show where, like, there's, like, four contestants or whatever. And then there's this really over really dramatic announcer. And he announces, like, the... Get out of my kitchen! No, that's, you're thinking of Gordon Ramsay. It's oh, not yeah. like that. He I will fucking slit your nuts off and no, deep fry no, him. No, no, no. He's like, today's mystery ingredient is apples. And yet today's the- mystery ingredient is bloody carcass of your mother. Well, speaking of bloody carcasses. So the battle part is, like, to get ingredients for your cooking, you actually go out in the world and slay monsters and pick up their guts. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And I mean, I do that in Zelda all the time. It's more fun, though, than the Zelda cooking. Uh, you take it back to the kitchen, and you can have different pots. That does have it different... have a cool ringtone to it? Like a... Not as, that's a pretty cool sound effect. Not quite as cool as that. Um, so the guts turn into different colors based on their element, like fire, earth, water. Okay. Blue, you know, red, green, that kind of thing. And you have to make um, three in a row. It's a gem, gem match game, basically. Okay. So you're cooking by stirring and you're mixing these gems up. And so you like say you're trying to cook a a dish that's fire intense. You want more red ingredients. So you pick the red ingredients to dump in, obviously. You make more of that. But you also want to make sure sometimes there's a special ingredient like from one special monster or whatever. And then you compete against these other chefs in this um, competition. And there's this world that you the city around the competition where you can do like quests. You can go to be a short order cook and earn some money that way. You can go to this guy who's trying to develop this, this potion that makes everything taste amazing and do work for him. Okay. So like there's this daily routine you do and then there's like a big battle. And so every day is kind of going through like this thing. There's different people you talk to and it has sort of an anime style kind of, but not, it's hard to describe. Um, Are there boobies? No. Okay. No, none of that. Um. Yeah, I, I my re- anime has just gone down to. Are there boobies? No, it's not anime. Are there boobies? Yes, tons. It's totally anime. Yeah, it's hard to describe. You'd have to see it. Um, I'll try to make a video. It's a little harder because it's on Switch, but I can do it. Yeah, I haven't made a video of that. I'll see if I get to it. And that's what I've been playing. Sweet, sounds good. Well, are you ready for uh, game releases? Yeah, we got some, don't we? Yeah. Who are you? Alright, guys. I'm Dave Newell. Uh, you a beetle? Uh, no. Is there anybody else here? Uh, no, it's just me. We, we have game releases coming up with oh, Gabe Newell. Yeah, Gabe's gonna announce him? Gabe's gonna announce him. Do you wanna pretend to be a Ringo? Yes, I do. Alright, guys. Owl Boy coming to PSN and eShop February 13th. Uh, and Xbox One. Overcooked Special Edition, February 13th. Another uh, cooking game. Another cooking game. That's the one I was actually thinking of. Um, Crossing Souls, PC, PS4. Destiny Warriors 9, February 13th, PS4, Xbox One, PC. The longest five minutes, which is actually uh, 4.9999. Um, what would be 5.9999? I don't know. Oh, that's, that's a hard one to think about. Anyways, it's coming out to Nintendo Switch and PSN. Um, we got ads going on now. That's not good. Um, coming that from the longest five minutes, guys. We have the Fallout Part or the Fall Part Two, not Fallout. Fallout is a different game. 
Fall Part 2 Unbound, February 13th, Nintendo Switch, PC, PS4, Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap, Nintendo Switch, Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game for the Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC, Kingdom Come Deliverance, the Deliver the Kingdom, uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One, PC, mm-hmm. that's, that's weird, PC's on there twice, it's like, fuck you, we're coming to Origin and Steam, Drunken Bar Fight, which There's you guys- no E in that, by the way, Drunken. Drunken. Bar fight, um, which you guys can actually see at uh, PAX West any night of the week. Just follow Tim and I around PS4. Yeah. Knockout League, which you can also see right <laughs> after the drunken bar fight on the PS4. Mahjong Carnival. Not, PS4. A, not a PAX, sorry. That's not a PAX. Pinstripe. Um, that could be at PAX, I guess, on one of the cars. Uh, PS4. Sprint Vector. PS4. Schacht. Sounds like a Nazi name. PS4. True Fear Forsaken Souls Part 1 PS4 Radiant Historia Perfect Chronology Chronology? 3DS Slice Dice and Rice PS4 Torque L which is like Turk Twerk Torkel 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 Physics Modified Edition Nintendo Switch Xeno Drifter Nintendo Switch Johnny's Turbo Arcade Gate of Doom Nintendo Switch Wonder Jahar, try again or walk along, Nintendo Switch. Samurai Aces for Nintendo Switch on the Nintendo Switch. What if I would have said, like, Xbox One? Samurai Aces for Nintendo Switch on Xbox One. That'd be funny if they didn't change the name when they released on Xbox One. That would have been fucking hilarious. Aqua Kitty UDX, which is kind of like the Aqua Dill that we talked about forever ago over at the Bun Smashers. Um, that's on Nintendo Switch. Secret of Mana. PC, PS4, Millie, Nintendo Switch, Pool Billiard, Nintendo Switch, Machine Knight, 3DSE. The fuck is the 3DSE? I don't don't worry about it. Okay. Bayonetta 2. If you got a 3DSE, let us know. Nintendo Switch. Um, Nintendo Switch, PC, PS4, and Joe Devers, Lone Wolf, Nintendo Switch. Well, I got at least one of those releases. Sweet! Which one? Crossing Souls. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I forget about that. Uh, so, like Tim said last week, guys, you guys can check out our Instagram for things we talked about on the podcast. Got a picture of our Tasty Treats, for example. Yep, um, it's I'm, already up. I'm going to put a, at least a picture of the drone, maybe the video on Instagram. You can see the video of the drone on our YouTube channel, which is at... YouTube.com forward slash Plug and Play Gamer. The YouTube channel will also have some gameplay videos, the games we've been talking about. Yep. Um, usually I keep them pretty short, so you can just... Jump in and get an idea and jump out if you want. I'm trying to post a couple things a day to each or to at least one of the social media platforms. Yeah, so we'll we'll post our Kickstarters on uh, Twitter. Yep, which, which also feeds into Facebook. Facebook. So uh, that's Twitter at Plug and Play Cast and our Facebook.com forward slash Plug and Play Show. You guys can check us out there. Rate it and review us over at wherever the hell you guys are listening to this because that'd be epic. Um, and uh, yeah, until next week on 179, guys. Um, don't forget to. Prime and shine. And fuck Nazis. <laughs>